I'm almost tempted to just let the song go out of uh, out of the nostalgia of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> little flashback, little yeah, flashback, little, little flash. I don't know what little my Tommy Cooper. Little back flash. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back to another episode my lords ladies hello everyone gentlemen um it's it's a transatlantic episode today as i am um, i'm i'm in uh, the good old us <laughs> i'm being very careful not to kind of tip the camera too far this way this way <laughs> <laughs> got to keep it confidential yeah yeah, so if yeah. you're in the cages, could just be quiet for an hour, we'll be fine. That'll be fine, to tell you what. <laughs> I've got people living in under the stairs training, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, classing it up with a bit of vino this evening. Bit of the old ride beaner, you know what I mean? The grove. Loves a bit of bean juice. I don't know. I beg pardon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How English were you then? I beg your pardon. <laughs> I thought it would uh, juxtapose your American stance on things today. Yeah, spot on. Well, I'm so, extremely posh, and you be yeah. Well, you 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 still remain British, but in America. <laughs> I'm an Englishman in not Texas. <laughs> No, wait, in Texas, not New York. <laughs> That's how sleep deprived I am. When we got to when I, when I got to the airport over here, the, the guy says to me, How long are you here for? I was like, What's today? <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't figure out what day of the week it was. <laughs> I imagine you going through the States a bit like Kevin's mum trying to get home. She just from airport to van to airport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was freaking carnage when we landed. But like, today, uh, I, I, I mean, I'll tell you the story again. I told you before. We, be, we yeah. be, um, so I, I was to take one of the guys to the airport today. That was the that was the the kind of request. So I was like, look, I've I've never driven on the right side. I've never driven right at all, to be <laughs> fair. Um, but at least at least. I've never yeah, with all of the you know the various signage and speeds and you know lane disciplines and all this kind of thing. So I was like, if we can, if we can get a bit of practice in, you know, yeah. even if it's just ten minutes, a trip out to a store or something, just so I can get comfortable with it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. We'll do that. No problem. Uh, <laughs> so it it, uh, it came to today. Uh, and I was like, so as as we haven't been out uh, on the on the road, have you have you booked an Uber, or do you want me to do it for you? He was like, it'd be easier if you could take me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. <laughs> me being me, I I kind of just went. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Oh, it's it's so weird because all all my, all my I'm I'm trying to say things out loud like to, towards like my reflexes and stuff drive into yeah. traffic because if I turned to the right in England I'd be driving into traffic you know yeah yeah of course <laughs> you're battling against it <laughs> you know it was it was brilliant but then we so the the airport is I don't know like a twenty minute drive maybe more yeah not very long essentially. Yeah, <laughs> we so we go we go through all this sort of the, the inner city stuff and uh, and all of this kind of thing, and um, the, the we can see traffic start to piling up, and I, okay maybe it's just freeway traffic you know the standard like you see in the movies four lanes either side, and yeah, and it is bumper to bumper, and you you can see the um, you can see the police have shut down. Um, you shut down all all access to the airport because there's yeah. been there's been a, a traffic collision, uh, one fatality, and um, it's it's just nuts. So uh, when those kinds of situations happen in the UK, you are weaving in and out of traffic. Everyone's trying to get ahead of everyone else. You're looking for things coming over. You're looking at speed limits, checking you're in the right lane, all of this kind of thing. And yeah. 
I've just gone. I've just gone from zero, like not just. It's, I'm just pulling into traffic. I'm weaving over here. I'm going over four lanes. I'm going. I'm thinking now. I'm thinking speed. <laughs> He's trying to catch the bus. It could have been. It could have been. I was like a wildcat. I was like a wildcat. We write on a piece of paper. Don't go over fifty and throwing it in the nearest bar. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd drive a sports car through a big box of water. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> but like, just to give you an idea of um, of how slow the traffic was moving as a result, uh, yeah. the, guy, the, the guy who I'm dropping off, he was he was like, I'm just going to nip over to to the gas station and use the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> you're going to get out the car. <laughs> yes. I'll leave you on, you got leave out. You on the freeway. You got out and just left. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how familiar you are with American roads. I wasn't that familiar, but you know how in the UK the garage is. If like, if you, you get into a petrol station forecourt, you pull off the road, mm. and the garage is just there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, <laughs> thirty meters away, randomly stuck on. Yeah. The pet, the gas stations are, are you know off the freeway are like two to three hundred meters away. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> so I'm I'm there like slowly four or five. Like is he is he coming back? Like oh, what's going on? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, eventually, it's just going to turn into the politest robbery there's ever been. He's he's essentially asked me to take the car and then left. Cool. <laughs> Coolest, most bizarre intro to a road trip film solo ever taken. <laughs> right. right. It's like an anti-kidnapping. And then this would have been brilliant if you'd start this podcast in the car that you've now <laughs> off and driving somewhere you don't know where you're going. <laughs> Through some city. I don't know. About about I mean the, the, the easiest thing about it was um it's automatic, so I'm not I'm at least I'm not driving stick, you know. So that's yeah, yeah. Woo! It's uh, it's yeah. one of those. Um, but it it kind of it kind in a weird sort of disjointed way connects to what we were going to talk about today, which was very much the kind of scientific and clinical approaches to developing Sherlockian like skills and what that um, what that means in the grander scheme of events for for today. Because okay. there is there is this today being the kind of civilization in which we live, not just today, <laughs> right? Um, because there seems to be this this impression that it is uh, you you read body language, you have a good memory, and you're yeah. you're pretty good at reasoning. That seems to be what it is. Oh, hang on, we got comments. Uh, yeah. Good evening, Dave. You're not late, mate. Don't we were early. Oh, the writing's white for some reason. Yeah. I don't, uh, black, sorry, so it blends in. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm not going to try and do it live. Ripperologist, hello. Good evening to you. Um, Ripperology. Ripperology. That's not like a podcast. It, well, it's uh, it's it's one of the best detective dramas um, that that ITV has put out. Whitechapel. Um, uh, Whitechapel. You know, it was, it was great. It was a great series. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great series, um, but yeah, that, this seems to be the, the the kind of impression that it's that it's developing. So, when we look a little bit further at what these skills actually are and what they can be in differing situations, we can have a bigger understanding of how these kinds of things change and how they're likely to shift. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I'm getting emails about checking in to my flight. <laughs> I'm not flying till tomorrow. <laughs> Calm down. You're in. <laughs> You're supposed to be on the plane now, please. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Podcast on the move. <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's, let's do it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it okay. out. You drove on the right side of the, the, the freeway today, so... If you can do that, you can do anything. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of what I was looking at, right? So the, the skill of yeah. having a good memory is mm -hmm. is very often akin to 
you know, his memory palace stuff, you know, and all that kind yeah. of thing. But if you, if, if you think about it, I mean, amongst the neuroscientific community, there is some argument as to whether or not muscle memory even exists. Like, is it, uh, like, is oh, really? it, yeah, there is some arguments of whether it actually exists. I just enjoy reading about it. I'm too much yeah. of a sitter. I'm, 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 I'm apathetic in that. Yeah. Sort of does muscle memory exist? Yes. Cool. Does, does it not exist? No. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes 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 no difference to me either way I can use the information, but that's a slight digression. Anyway, so it becomes about the the housing unit for your information. Right? Mm -hmm. I I drive in the UK. Have done for oh god oh, nineteen years. Oh, oh god. Gonna have some people on the podcast who have been alive 19 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of, one of my friends, <laughs> one of my friends who's, uh, who's in the omniscient group. Um, she, she sent me a picture of herself, uh, at the time that me and Craig had first met, uh, like, because I've, I've known, I've known Craig for like 11, 12 years. And yeah. the pic, <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's, let's, see, let's see if you can extrapolate from the math. She's she's currently in her early twenties. Okay, so um, go go ten or eleven years back. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so she rather young. She yeah she yeah she was. Um, but anyway, right. So because I've got this this sort of uh, information sitting in my head, does it translate? in that way and it's it's about then how your mnemonic and uh, skill driven capacities are yeah. open to learning new things you know i've seen i've seen a stop sign i know what it does <laughs> i know you're supposed <laughs> to yield at them sweet yeah. it comes to my situational awareness so this is how they start to all all intertwine and intertangle. Uh, that's not a word, but it sounds pretty cool. Uh, in, in that particular, <laughs> equal to tangled. Well, yeah, well, that's the thing, right? So, I sorry, no, go for it, go for it, go for it. A question I've always had about people with good memories is, like, in terms of the stuff that that you guys do and the creation of and making memory palaces and what have you. Do you think there are some people out there who, like? If you've got a really good memory, do they not bother with them? Do they already have um, that unit installed that they don't need the memory palace? Because it is, in a way, already a memory palace. Or do you think there are people who are who make they are better off making a memory palace mm. if they are uh, very skilled in the memory area because mm. they can store more if they create it with their imagination and what have you? Mm. Or do you think it's more made by people who maybe don't like, you know, is, is the memory palace, cre memory palace created because people didn't have that skill, but mm. wanted to build upon what they already had. It, it, essentially all, all of the answers could be yes. A memory palace is it's, it's driven by requirement. You know, wow. if, if you've got a, if you've got a shitload of information, you need access to it any one minute. There's yeah. only so much that you're, it's, it's known as your true memory. There's only so much that your true memory no, like in the same, your true memory would be where you would store Becky's name. Technically, yeah, that's yeah. because you don't, you don't have to think about it. You, you just know it. It's it's there. It's your true memory. Um, Open the drawer, Malcolm. Oh, <laughs> oh <damn it. laughs> I've been calling her Tarquin for all these years. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the the memory policies are built from requirements, uh, and all it is in that scenario. What, what we're talking about today is looking at the skills in a more clinical perspective. So it's how you can push them a little deeper, take the knowledge that you already have and apply it in a differing uh, setting in, yeah. in, in that way. Like um, you are a proficient editor, right? And you use um, Premiere Pro, is that right? Absolutely, yep. Were you to download something like... Um, CapCut or DaVinci Pro or Final Cut Pro, you know, these, these are the ones that, you, I mean, if you have used them before, I would imagine you haven't used them a lot, 
right? I've, I've the building. <laughs> <laughs> right? But yeah, yeah. the thing would, be, would, yeah. would work in the same vein that if you were, for some reason, you had to use one of those things that you've never used before, you would be yeah. able to because you've got this base knowledge of Premiere Pro and similar buttons yeah. that do similar things uh, in that way. So you find yeah, definitely, yeah. There's this formula that you can take on to the next one. You have an idea of something, don't you? And you can exactly. kind of like, like getting in a new car. I suppose this leads back to <laughs> your story about driving in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 that's, and that's the thing, you know, when, like when uh, when I when I taught people to memorize a deck of cards, there are those yeah. that were just like, "Cool, I can memorize a deck of cards." I'm like, "No, no, think it through, right? If you can do fifty two cards, you can do fifty two anything." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> you can do fifty two anything. If you can do two decks of cards, you can do a hundred and four anything. <laughs> I, wonder, I always wonder why your brain tricks yourself like it might not be for all people some people might just be adept at this but yeah. sometimes if like with like you say remembering a deck of cards people might find more difficult than remembering 52 things is it the way the brain takes that idea and breaks it down does it make the 52 like it gets rid of the 52 things and turns the deck of cards into one Mm. and remembering a whole bunch of other things as a completely different sort of spectrum is it how i wonder why the brain doesn't think like that sometimes like in a way i suppose it is logic thinking isn't it but how, why do we make things in a way bigger than they actually are why yeah. do we break it down i can only yeah i can only give you my experience uh, on, on that is the literature isn't that clear um, yeah. So, in my experience, is it's it's that classic, you know, emotional qualities are antagonistic to clear reasoning. Yeah, yeah. It's Yeah, it's the it's the shortcomings of not understanding the capacity of material based on what you perceive it to be, right? If you're yeah. putting fifty two cards, like I can memorize fifty two cards, and and if you're going, oh, that's neat. It's a neat trick, uh, and yeah. this kind of thing. <laughs> But if you see it for what it what it can be in that way, yeah. there's the two different ends of the spectrum, and and that's the thing with uh, you know, this 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 kind of binary concept when it comes to um, uh, when it comes to information. If you've got mm. two polarizing ends, they don't exist by themselves. It's not this or this. There's a whole heap of gray area in the middle. Because that's what a spectrum is. You have to get to it. <laughs> Otherwise, there would just be two opposite things, you know? Yeah. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's, it's largely down to either, either fear, lack of confidence, lack of experience, you know, uh, that, that type of thing. Like, if, if you can read one book, you can read them all, if it's in your language, obviously, being a proviso. And and this is this is where this is where homes differed in, in that particular way. Like, there's more than enough instances throughout all of his incarnations where, you know, some some uh, like a cipher has popped up, you know, a code, mm. and uh, he's solved codes before and whatnot. So we all apply the usual things and whatnot to try and figure it out, and yeah. you know, it doesn't work. And then he will try something else and or go and learn about something else, the origin of it, to be able to fix this. And this is how they all start to connect in that particular way. You know? Yeah. So like if if you think about to be a to be a code breaker, you need a good memory. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of Holmes' stuff, um, you know, the flippant observations is is based around things like like pattern recognition, you know, his, his ability to, to kind of gather information and identify patterns and examining the changes between them. It was a fundamental aspect of his detective work. It's, it's got its roots in the field of perceptual psychology. Uh, and yeah. yet the, exactly. And yet there are those that stay at observational skill, mindfulness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I, I, was, I was reading about... Um, uh, a cons, you know, like con men, grifters, the sting, you know, Ocean's Eleven, yeah. this kind of thing. And um, 
there, there is a recommended reading material and there is the the neuro neuropsychology of, mm. cog, of cognitive development of memories it's it's basically the, the the implantation of false memories and you're like you look at con men and to be a better con man you can you can look at reading and developing neuroscience in that particular oh, uh, i mean in, in a way i suppose it I kind of all like links together with mm -hmm. uh, that, that neurological side of, of memory skills and what have you and overcoming some sort of you know uh, uh, aspect of forgetfulness to the point of where you can you know you remember this remember that and remember but usually it's done to uh for gain in some form or other it's just what you put that gain to like suppose exactly. if a grift a con man you could you know like the <laughs> i suppose the trick well not the trick the effect that you you've done before with the the sort code and account number on a bank card or remember the number and stuff like that and you know the numbers on and off but if you in a way kind of adapt that to um like some of that is the effect and then some of that is the person giving you information i know you've stored that information and it's like oh god if that if, if you were a con man <laughs> yeah, we'd be up shit creek wouldn't we you'd just be able to just go around and just have these digits to hand all the time in a way it's kind of like oh shit like <laughs> that's a scary thought comment or you know have access to this yeah sort of uh, I, it I, be a manual it? yeah um i was i was at a party uh, a good a good few weeks ago and um as so people have gone off and i'm on my own a bit so i'm just people watching and yeah. there's this 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 one guy who's acting weird around his missus uh, and his phone i'm like mm, that's that's never a good sign never a great uh, and it's it's usually um it's 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 not directly oh it must be cheating but it's usually the need to hide something and it it was definitively connected to something negative right yeah that could be a laundry list of things so i was like i'm gonna set myself a task i'm gonna i'm gonna try and find out i'm gonna try and confirm so every time he went to the bar i went to the bar um <laughs> Just because, you, you know, when people are queuing by themselves, they'll go, you know, yeah. phone out and do something, pass the time, whatever it is. And uh, I, I, I saw him put his code in. <laughs> so I, I stored that away and uh, bought my drink and let time pass. So he'd, he'd make a disconnect to me being around him. Yeah. Um, then when he, he, he went to get some food, uh, it's still in the same place. I, uh, I purloined his phone. Uh, but I nicked his phone um, uh, <laughs> and um, yeah put the code in <laughs> just going through his messages and stuff fantastic <laughs> yeah. you know it, it, it turns out he, he, he was cheating uh, so I, oh. I I sent an accidental text from him to his girlfriend there and that was fun <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and and this is the thing, right? So if if you've not got a good memory, you could feel yeah. the pressure. And it was a it was a Samsung phone. So and you know yourself, it's it's dragging, you know, it all about uh, in 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 terms of uh, adding in your code. Yeah. Which is which is several numbers, right? Which is several numbers. So if you're not adept in any kind of mnemonics. In, in that particular way, you've either got the choice of doing your best to try and remember several numbers or lean into your mnemonics for the ease of remembering several numbers, which if you can do a deck of cards, you can do several numbers. Yeah. Or apply your reasoning skills a little bit further and look at the pattern. What does the pattern look like? <laughs> most people, yeah. not all, and this is most people me, me saying from experience, so take that with whatever wheelbarrow of salt you want to. Um, most people, when they have a Samsung phone, will do uh, a, a close replica of their initial. You know, the, like, um, do you remember Tom in the place that we worked at a while back? Tall Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we were sat in the Kia one time outside the chip shop. Uh, and we were just talking about this, uh, like a mentalism, that kind of thing. He's like, yeah, go on then, uh, get in my phone. 
Right. <laughs> it was a T. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I had no idea. I'd not seen it. I'd not kind of deduced it or anything like that. I just had to yeah. go. It, it, it was. It was that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so it happens. And then I can store that information for later. So when you look back at perceptual psychology, it studies how we perceive and how we interpret sensory information. So the things mm -hmm. that we get through all all five of us, I don't know, we've got five senses, 12 senses. Uh, uh, you know, we've got And it's, it's that ability. What was that? In my, my senses deplete by the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I'll be working on doing doing something similar like that. I can show you actually what I what I bought, which is um, getting a gun. He, he's hundred percent getting a gun. If anybody's wondering, he's going to yeah, get it's, a gun. It's very, it's very <laughs> much up the street. There it is. Ooh, screwball. But, but it's a, it's a smooth, nice looking bottle, that is. Peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> And yeah. the sheepdog in the UK can can suck this 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 bottle's dick, honest, <laughs> and have a good time doing so. Absolutely, so I'll have you. Like, have you ever walked into a room where someone or a group of people have been arguing, and the argument has like just finished as you as you walked in, or they were talking about you? And they'd stop talking about you as you just walked in. Uh, both. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. can you explain what your what your feelings were like when you thought, "Oh, someone's talking about me," or "Oh, there's been an argument in here"? What 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 kind of runs through your head in that in that situation in that scenario? First one. Um... If coming in and talking about me, the situation at hand uh, was at the place we used to work at, uh, and it was to do with uh, something on a document, my name and Mr. Da, uh, and uh, being discussed openly in uh, in in one of the rooms of this place, and came in, found them chatting about it, and it was just like I'm sure this is confidential. Confidential, <laughs> and play. You know, you know that guy, he didn't play it off very well. That he was doing what he wasn't supposed to be doing. Uh, I remember, sort of, you know, you kind of like run through your head, like, well, there's only one way to, to kind of to deal with him, really, wasn't it? And it, I suppose in my mind, it was just like, well, I'm pretty much gonna. You know, you just feel pissed off <laughs> at the whole scenario. That's it. Uh, right, but but with him, it was sort of like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bide my time. I'm going to have him in a minute. <laughs> Bring him in for a casual chat in the office and then... <laughs> so how did you know that that like they were they were talking about you? Did they flat out state it? Was there a, was there a, a like a beat of silence or something? Or what, what was it? So, because um, I'd heard the tail end of, the, I'd remembered what was on this document, heard the tail end of it, knew it could be no other document than the one I'd been. So assumed, you know, obviously it was going to be about me. And when I walked in the room, um, to be fair, the two other people in there didn't really associate me immediately with what they were talking about. Uh, so they were continuing talking about it, not realising that DA was on about me and he knew that I would know, and it was kind of a one look to the other, you know, as if how does he wrap up this conversation with them, and how does he also explain his sudden cut off? Yeah, yeah, got you, got you, got you. And me, yeah. <laughs> and it was very, you know, his his casual flustered look of, uh, yeah, well, wait, wait, wait. and you know, he tried yeah. to play it off with some other joke, something, like, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do it well, and. Uh, to be fair, I think he just asked me to close the door, which probably infuriated <laughs> me more. He couldn't come up with a good answer, so yeah. he just asked me to leave. Can you can you just leave the room? <laughs> well, it's too late now, mate. To be honest. But, so I think he sort of you, you, you see people either it's like fight or flight in it. You can yeah. either roll with the situation uh, uh, and you know play it off, but in or flight in which he did. So he just asked me to leave the room and that you know kind of couldn't control i suppose the situation at hand 
That was kind of it. That was that, was that situation. The other one was um, walking into a room and you can, I suppose you assess the emotions of what's just happened. You're kind of looking to who was in the right of this argument and who was in the wrong of this argument and also see what happened via the reactions of what's going on. Usually, uh, if this was the case, the one who was, I suppose, on the losing end of the argument was probably playing things off a bit more angsty and, you know, because they weren't done with the conversation, but I've entered the room, so now they have to stop, but don't want to stop, but carry on. You can kind of tell that passive aggressiveness is coming out in their actions now, in their body language, uh, while the other person who was on the winning side of the argument, you know, they've, they've, they've kind of accidentally won and the other person doesn't have a chance to respond because it's now tapered off because I've entered the room. So they're sort of a bit more cooler <laughs> and relaxed in, in a kind of gloaty bubble, I suppose, you know, of they can carry on with their day now because they've just, by default, won this, whatever was just going down in the office. And you can tell the air between the, the two uh, subjects in this argument is, is, is different, very contrasting. Yeah. And, yeah, it's sort of... You can sort of tell by actions more than, uh, than you know, directly hearing or <laughs> trying to think about what's going on. You can just sort of piece together what's happened there. So yeah, it's sort of body language. I'd say body language is a big is a big one in those scenarios. Gotcha. Let me just. Yeah. I've uh, I've only just seen that the, the the comments have uh, have, have gone a bit bane on ours. So good evening to Craig. Hello, Craig. Yeah, Craig's done eleven decks. Uh, Craig says it, 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 it isn't about eleven decks. Hey, what? Who? <laughs> he says uh, it, it, it isn't about the cards. It's it's the underlying process by which the cards were able to be memorized, applicable to anything. Hello to Patrick. <laughs> and uh, Dave, Dave thinks me uh, uh, screwing around with that guy at the party was a very house sort of thing to do. <laughs> You're not wrong, Dave. You're not wrong, mate. <laughs> but if, if if you look at it, mate, what you're doing there with your stories, you're engaging in the the the, the use of perceptual psychology, right? You've you've yeah. used your sensory connection to your awareness of previous patterns and applied it with critical thinking towards the current scenario to come to the hypothesis that people have had an argument or it's or it's about you. Or, yeah, yeah. you know, you've got the capacity to remember a couple of things about that document in that there was something about a document that didn't quite sit well with somebody. You remember the context and who was involved, mm -hmm. right? Three things. Yeah. So you can do three numbers. You can do three playing cards. You could do three words from a shopping list. You know, whatever it is, right? And this is yeah, yeah. Miller or Ebbinghaus. You know, I'm using it as an analogy to help people kind of look a little bit further with the skills that they have. You know, it's not just about yeah, yeah. body language. Well, you know, a good thing uh, I should probably mention, like, I suppose, in a way, uh, th this didn't happen at the time because I knew I was right, but it mm -hmm. could have potentially happened because of uh, the first situation in where I knew what DA was talking about. Mm. Uh, it had recently happened, so there was kind of sort of expected it coming into the house gotcha. uh, and going into that area, maybe the, you know when I heard the tail end uh, of what they were talking about, I knew what to listen for because I was already listening coming in. Mm -hmm. So there's a sort of emotional uh, involvement there for me. I'm emotionally yeah. high uh, yeah. in that situation. I'm already looking for the trouble at hand, believing yeah. it's going to be there and it was there. Uh, in this case, obviously, yes, uh, I was right. But in many cases, I suppose you could argue that this is the sort of thing where people jump to conclusions. Agre oh, totally. I always wonder, like, where, but how, like, how do you overcome that where you are, you know, you want, you want to know whether you are emotionally, uh, you know, kind of divided over what you're hearing, or are you right? Are you listening to instinct, or are you listening to emotion? Are you hearing something that you want to hear, or are you hearing something that you think you're hearing mm. because 
what you're expecting to hear, or is it sorry? Is it something that you you know you're hearing from memory, mm. like you know you've looked back in and you've used it as a tool? But how would you go around that distinction if you are emotionally involved? Yeah, yeah. So there's there's, there's a couple of things. Uh, yeah. Fundamentally, it's built on your ability to reason, to you know, to think critically, to yeah. apply deduction, induction, and abductive reasoning, darling. And, uh, it's a quotathon. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Some some of the other um, critical thinking aspects I stole from NASA. Uh, um, not not like stole like the guy's phone. Like I took trainings and uh, used. It. <laughs> <laughs> Just to kind Have of... you just got out of uh, Area 51? Is <laughs> 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 this where you drove to? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Put, put the gun down, Mr. President. Put the gun down. <laughs> I don't know why Mr. President would be here. But, yeah, it, it, essentially it comes down your, to your ability to think critically about a scenario. Right, yeah. and we've we've said it before in that you know emotional qualities are antagonistic to clear reasoning, sure, but the qualities of emotion aren't antagonistic to clear reasoning at all. They they help you reason more more directly because you understand the way that emotions can influence and change something. Like yeah. to the best of your knowledge, just as a brief question, to the best of your knowledge, through your entire mm -hmm. life, have you ever been a human being without feeling something? Uh, no. Right, so... Uh, <laughs> unless, unless I'm asleep. <laughs> in, in that, in, that's the case. So you're, you're, you know, you, your conscious is going, I feel tired. <laughs> right? There, there, are, there are emotions that come along with that. This is when we start to look into the work of Lisa Feldman Barrett and the constructed mm -hmm. nature of emotions. How you construct the kind of end game of tiredness is, is fundamentally based upon several different thoughts, feelings, physiologies, mm -hmm. and, that, and, that, and that kind of thing. Anyway, I, I mean, I'm, get, I'm getting off topic. In, in the scenario, what you're looking at is in essentially how much information you can use to back up your hypothesis because emotional qualities are when you've you've lo you've let go of control right and oh. you you not like you specifically you generally as as an individual it's it's easy to tell not very easy to admit but it's easy to tell individually when you've let go of a bit of control when someone's pissed you off a little bit too much when somebody has, has done something you're like, mm, well, the snapping necks is illegal. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's... it's I'm, I'm swans. It's important that you acknowledge those moments, right? It is, because that helps you learn about those changes as they happen within you, so that when they happen, and they will because as much as we all like to pretend we are robots at times to be able to think this way, we aren't, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> so uh, the, the more we acknowledge that kind of learning in the situation, we can go, all right, maybe that wasn't as, as deductive as I would have liked. Maybe it was me putting hatred for DA, his actual face saying words of mine equals, I want to kick you in the shin. Yeah. Right. It was a, it was a brick to the face, but close, close. Well, I was I was kind of I was I was dumbing it down, uh, you know, because it, like, you're not allowed to say things like suicide uh, on on the internet anymore. You have to say unaliving. Yeah. Unaliving. I unalived him. Yeah, I unalived him. Um, but but anyway, so so getting through those scenarios requires from the self, from the person trying to think uh, critically about the scenario, a decent level of honesty, right? Yeah. Be I mean, you know, it's, you're not saying it to anyone else, but it's very often difficult to admit to, to yourself that you might not be seeing things as clearly as what you are. You might be charged with, with a little bit of emotion, a little bit of feeling. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. As long as you acknowledge that, you understand what the information yeah. the other side, how pertinent it can be in yeah. that scenario. But it, it comes back again to emotional qualities and the qualities of emotion, right? If I know a lot of information about what, how would I describe kind of 
talking behind your back and stabbing people in the back to try and get on top and you know basically using your partner who holds a a higher position in order to get another position you know <laughs> generally being a, a bit of a bell end all day, all day what would you call that person what would you How call would you? that um but no i if i was going to if i was going to sum it up it, you know if i knew a lot about say deviancy yeah right because he he very often screwed over a large number of people regardless of their connection to him in order to make yeah. himself look better in the eyes of everyone else pretty deviant right it's pretty yeah. deviant when you think of it he had no compunction about who or what or why he would do it to unless it benefited him yeah. pretty deviant yeah so the more i know about deviancy in that scenario the more information that gives me to assess his actions yeah. in, in that moment. And if, if what I'm seeing doesn't really look deviant, more arrogant uh, in that scenario, and I've got information that connects to that, I can make better deductions. I can make more, uh, more accurate inductions. My abductive reasoning will be more on point because I have more data to, to run by it. It was as Holmes used to say, Data, data, data. I cannot make bricks without clay. You need clay. Yeah. You need clay yeah. in that scenario. So if you if you're if you're getting through the moments where you are concerned that you're jumping to conclusions, mm. then you can have a kind of sense check about the whole thing. If you don't know that you're jumping to conclusions and people are telling you you're jumping to conclusions, chances are you're getting a bit too emotional. Yeah. <laughs> In in that scenario, because if there's a, if there's a perception that you're jumping to conclusions, right, rightly or wrongly, whether you are or whether you aren't, reevaluate, and you would ha yeah. have more information as to why this person is wrong and deflecting, as a result, yeah. trying to deflect attention, uh, 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 or they haven't got you emotional at all, and you're just right. You know, yeah. <laughs> I suppose it's like you you kind of have to be open in a way to yeah. the idea that you could be wrong uh but at the same time there is a fine line there because if you are right because there's, there's been instances where people have been told like they're imagining things or it's it's not how you think it's happening mm. you you've engineered this narrative what have yeah. you however they say it and a lot of times you find it's true yeah mm. okay you, you just become emotionally heightened stuff like that and then fortunately later on down the line they find out shit i was right yeah Fucking right, <laughs> Christ Almighty! I mean, uh, we you, you used to know someone from the previous place. Let me just jump uh, in a sec. I've just realised that comment's now on a black shirt, and no one can see it. Dave <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, uh, "Area Fifty One has nothing on us, guys." <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Um, I've got a my looks, mate. Is that what's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got become emotionally heightened. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, mate. I don't wish to. Uh, uh, Stop you. It, we uh, knew someone who uh, suspected their spouse was cheating, mm -hmm. uh, and we uh, informed them that you know it might not be you know they have a history of that. Yes, but if you want it to work, maybe don't quickly jump to that conclusion. It kind of went to bed for a little bit, and then they cheated. So I suppose they were kind of in the right in a way, and I suppose those instances kind of are replicated in a lot of scenarios, and. In a way, I suppose the question I'm going to ask isn't really answerable, is it? It's sort of how do you avoid, to the best ability, you know, being right about being wrong and being wrong about being right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're sort of open all the time to allowing yourself to be wrong. So that's, that's how I encourage everyone that works with me to be. You, you you are not dealing with anything that's close to hard science and hard material. You're always dealing with yeah. the soft stuff. And with the soft stuff, it's malleable. It's It's got gray areas. It will need to be uh, bent and twisted and whatnot. And, and when it comes to your, you know, your ability to reason and memorize things and observe and deduce about people, yeah, yeah, and all, all, that, all that kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's more about... Like, on the one hand, there is a massive cognitive load that you have to bear. It's, it's mm. you, because there is no one-size-fits-all for anything. 
There isn't. It doesn't exist. Right? There, are, there is information that you can figure out in this moment. And then if you try and compare it to another moment, yes, it might come up similar. But it will not come up the same because there will be different antecedents. And, you know, you'll be aware of different information to perhaps come, at, come out towards a similar conclusion in that scenario. So I, I encourage people to be open towards every possibility all the time. You can always yeah. be wrong. But one of the things that kind of helps, me, well, me personally, and then, you know, I, I hope the people uh, that, that I work with as well have at least heard that it's, that it's benefited them. Um, being wrong doesn't exist in that setting. Yeah. Right? You are either onto something or you learn something. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the change. Now, the, the learning can be uh, further information about the pattern that allowed you to come to a false conclusion so you can take that away and sharpen yourself further. That's learning in, in that scenario. And it's, it's very much connected to that kind of concept of self-talk. You know, and we're not we're not going to go too hippieistic with it, but it's been proven that your self-talk is directly connected towards your capacity for doing and thinking and and and, and, and cognitively enhancing yourself, right? If you're yeah. going to a you know a test in high school, thinking, oh shit, I should have revised my oh, oh no, all this kind of stuff, yeah. the, the the breaks are already there. If you if you tell yourself a better story, to paraphrase words of Darren Brown, you you give yourself room to be more cognit cognitively able uh, in, in that particular situation. So uh, in terms of what, what could be a one-sentence one answer to your question, um, I, I, would, I would do away with the concept of right and wrong and yeah. bring more in that you will either be onto something or you're learning something. I would think... That's I would, a, yeah. yeah, because it's either way... Two positives, you yeah. know, making two positives instead of either it's a positive or a negative, or yeah. vice versa. That's good, yeah, yeah. The health, a healthy option, but make both options a healthy option, yeah. You know, it's yeah, either way. What was that? I said, make health every option a healthy option, <laughs> right? Are you listening, McDonald's? Yeah, unless it is food. If it's vegetables or bacon, bacon, bacon. Please. Oh, mate, I went I went to a restaurant the other day, and they they had something called bacon fries, and it is is here's me thinking that it, it you know loaded fries it might just be loaded fries with with bits of yeah. bacon. Cool. Yeah, I'm there for it. I'm 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 all about that. So I was like, give me some of the bacon fries, and what they'd done is they got little little bits of bacon cut up, breadcrumb and round. So it, they literally were bacon fries. Oh, my heaven. <laughs> they made the dream. <laughs> like, I, I, and when my plate landed, it was, it was a side, don't get me wrong. Yeah. So, though, it, though it wasn't, it's like, it's not good for you at all. It's not like, uh, <laughs> like thousands of calories for you it was a side dish that totaled up to like 350 calories that way around right which is still terrible but comparatively through all the work i was doing throughout the day it turned out okay um, yeah. <laughs> and well, i was eating my side dish I was, that was I was, a big old meow <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's a cat here um I'm, I'm, i don't know if she'll let me pick her up no she won't um yeah. Like we 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 only met for the first time on, on this trip, so uh, <laughs> we we haven't got that 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 much of a standing relationship where she feels comfortable with me. Push it because uh, I I don't want to get scratched. So, um, uh, so I really yeah. want a human man in cat clothing on the floor nearby. <laughs> we can't discuss this here. I don't know what fluffies are. <laughs> oh my god. Welcome, uh, Jurassic. So, as as I was eating away, I I kind of moved my main dish over, but yeah. just the sides, and I was just looking <laughs> at it. And the the guys that were opposite were like, "Are you okay, Ben? It looks looks like you're having a moment." I'm like, "I, I am. I, I, I am having a moment right now." 
This is like uh, those moments that people have in churches where you turn around and you shake the other man's hand. Yeah. Just thank everyone for this moment. You yeah. <laughs> we need like the, the little clip of, uh, uh, was it John Belushi or James Belushi from Blues Brothers? When they're in the church, yeah. the light comes down. Jesus H, tap dancing Christ. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, guys, that's, that's us looking at the more clinical approaches to the skill set of Sherlock Holmes. If you've got any this, do let us know what it was and what your takeaways were and, you know, what you think uh, about this particular angle. How can you take these fundamental basics of what you're learning yourselves and, mm. you know, make them make them a little bit yeah make them a little bit deeper make them a little bit uh, more detailed uh, yeah, in, in in that um what about yourself mate what are you working on at, at, at the minute all, the, the, the all, first... good. all good here working wise we are now in the process of uh, well i'm putting together the first we're not filming anything yet but we're putting together in the editing suites the bits of uh, bound to baskerville the second episode of See these three, see these three, and then studying Sherlock is is going to be coming out very soon. That's that, that's all done I now. That's just need to go through it. <laughs> we'll, we'll do final checks, and then yeah. it shall shall be with with people. But yeah, that's where we are at the moment. We, we've reached we've reached almost the middle of the series. <laughs> I'm praying, I'm praying. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, guys, check out the the Deductionist Team channel, and as well, um, I'll leave all the links and stuff uh, in the description below. It will be later than normal. And check I check out, yeah, check but, out what is the deductionist. It's on there. Check out what is the Deductionist. Yeah, get in there. There's 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 there's, e, there's Escape Games and all sorts. We've yeah, yeah. expanded this universe for you, so it would mean a great deal if you could get involved and uh, come to our basement. Honestly, we weren't before. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so with that in mind, we're going to love you and leave you. And we'll uh, we'll see you again soon. Yeah, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.